Hello friends, my name is Dan Miller. And I'm Niles Spain, And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situation and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we answer questions here on this podcast. Those questions are on the topics of sex and dating. Those questions are found either roaming the wild of the internet or from listeners like yourself, who are, in fact, wonderful. I'm loving this, like, cozy sweater vibe we've got I love going it. right it's, now. It is much better, and I would love to, like... I think next year we blind taste test somebody and give them an episode recorded where we're like in our boxers sweating and dying. And one where we're like cozy when I just had some soup and I've got some tea right beside me. And then we I see mean, if they can hear the difference. Well, I mean, the one thing is when it is hot, we do. I would say Lament not it. shut up about it. Yeah, but uh, we won't. We'll specifically you'll edit those out. I don't edit anymore. Baby. I know our boy will edit them out. <laughs> and. Yeah. Yeah. I hey, Dame, where else do we do questions? We do it on two places. You can find us in those additional places. First, on Patreon. You can find us there every month. We do a show called Pillow Talk, which is just very similar to this show. Just loosey and goosey. We just kind of do whatever we want. Usually a bit loopy because it is the usually second episode the that second. we recorded that day. Minimal. Yeah. I don't really know what this episode's going to be like because this is essentially hour three of podcast recording. True. We did record two hours this morning. So, yeah. And we just got nominated for a shit ton of awards. So, yes. Well, hold on. Let me, let me finish. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. talk about. So, Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash fbuddies, or you can go to our website, fbuddiespodcast.com, click the Patreon link. You get a bonus episode every month if you sign up at the middle tier. We would love your support. It means the world to us. Thank you very much. You can also find us at the Black Sheep Cocktail Bar in Liberty Village in Toronto every month. We are doing monthly shows again. Last show, despite having a whole <laughs> mess of technical issues, so you'll never hear it. It was a you'll recorded, never. and this is kind of like why you should be going to these shows, because you never know when it's a show that like no one else will hear. Yeah, and like... This is both good and bad, but when we finished, at least three separate groups came up to me and said, it's a pity you couldn't record that one because it was one of your best. And I was like, well, that makes it worse that we couldn't record it. So thank you. But I'm glad you had fun. Yeah. So it's like you never know when you're a part of history because all those people got to hear a Fuck Buddies episode that will never be heard again. Never. And that's crazy. We should have charged them more. <laughs> a um, unique, one in a lifetime. It got wild. Yeah. So if you're able to make it out, please come out. It is, uh, the next show is November 16th. It is very close to my birthday. So if you want to come and like really shower me with love and attention and affection, or just buy a ticket, that's enough for me. That'll make me happy. Well, uh, Dane's love language is watching his friends be showered with love and affection. So come shun him and be very nice to me. No, that's the opposite of what I want. I mean, I'll be nice and how for sure. <laughs> Don't be mean. <laughs> that's not what you said. Actually, now that I think about it, November 16th, 7 p.m., Black Sheep, $10. It'll be a blast. We have a lot of fun, and we would like you to have a lot of fun with us. Now, let's go into the other news that yes. you were getting horny about. 
we were nominated for a bunch of awards in the Canadian Podcast Awards. Mm -hmm. If you are in the Canadian podcasting industry and you are signed up with CamPod Awards, which you should be, please feel free to go vote for us. That would be wonderful. If you're in the industry and you are not signed up, please go sign up, both for your sake and for ours, because you can vote for us and then you can be considered in the future and or for some of the wonderful events that they do. If you are not in the industry, you can still vote for People's Choice. However, we're going to make you not vote for us. This is going to be a weird one, boys. Give me a weird one. one. We are competing against ourselves in the People's Choice Awards. So me and Dan are doing the honorable thing. and We're casting aside our fuck buddies aspirations. And we're asking people to vote for NoQuest, which isn't so honorable because we're also in that. Yes. NoQuest for the Wicked and Fuck Buddies, our two shows, are both up for People's Choice Award. We really want NoQuest to get an award. I mean, they also, our other show, NoQuest, did get five nominations. So there's a chance, but we feel like we've got a real strong possibility of winning People's Choice if we focus our efforts. So please, yeah, head on over. We'll actually put a link in this description in this episode. You'll also be able to find it on all of our social media and everything, our link tree and all that good Mm -hmm. stuff. So check that out and please consider voting for us. Also, Niall's probably not going to mention it or he might. I don't know how he wants to do it, but he was also nominated for best host for Fuck Buddies. Thanks. Last year was Dane. This year is me. So have you gotten worse in the year? Have I gotten better? Or is it just that they were like, we can't do Dane two years in a row? I phoned it in this year. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. I did. Right. So I appreciate it. Again, if you're a podcaster, please vote for us. And Fuck Buddies is up, up for Outstanding Health and Fitness and Outstanding Education. And I do think it is time for questions. It is time for questions. This is by blank. My girlfriend, 25-year-old female, and I, 29-year-old male, have bought a house together, but she's upset that some of the furniture I've got, as I bought it when I was in a previous relationship. Do I need to buy new furniture, or is this an overreaction? Help me get my head around this. Hey, not sure what to make of this, and if I'm in the wrong here and lacking empathy. My girlfriend and I have been together well over a year. She moved into my apartment for quite a lot of that time, and we've decided to buy a house together. However, some of the furniture that I own, TV stand, table, tumble dryer, etc., was purchased when I was in another relationship several years back. It's just all plain, functional IKEA furniture, nothing special, but my girlfriend is upset at the idea of furniture I bought with someone else coming into the home we've bought together. She hasn't got any alternative furniture to use instead, nor do I really want to be rebuying furniture at a time we've got a lot of home buying costs. But she's upset with it, and I'm not really sure how to react. I've thought the furniture purely as mine, rather than mine and my ex's, because it's just furniture, not some reminder of a past relationship or anything like that. So I don't know if she's overthinking this or if I'm missing the point. I'm happy to buy new furniture to replace things over time, but now doesn't feel like the right time. It also seems like a silly thing to get upset over, if I'm honest. But if I'm wrong, I'd like to understand how else I could look at this. Should I tell her the whole thing is silly, or do I need to see this from her side? I think there's a bigger issue, and that is buying a house with someone that you confidently say well over a year. That's, hey, I don't care how well over one year it is. Unless you're saying it's so over one year that it is a decade, multiple years, you know, four, five, six years. Sure. But buying a house with so I mean, the fact that they moved in within the year. Yeah, that like I initially thought that was the question. It was like, oh, she moved in and is upset. And I was like, oh, you guys moved in quick. But then they hit me with the old we're buying a home together. And like, look, if you live in the 1960s where you could just get a house for a tenner. Sure, I get it. Yeah, buy a house whenever you want. But it is, in fact, 
the year of our Lord 2023, where a house costs your life and soul. Well, that's not true everywhere. Some places still have affordable homes. I guess, but it's still pretty bad. Honestly, it's not even the cost. It's the legal responsibility. Yeah. It's and the yeah, effort it's, and the pain and the... Yeah, like, buying a home isn't easy regardless of how expensive it is. And the idea that, like, if you guys are going 50-50 on this and you guys break up, you're either going to have to buy that person out or sell the house together, which sucks. I mean, like, getting into the question, like, one, I think you put the, the cart before the horse hard on this one. Before you buy, like, I would say before you even move in with someone, you need to, like, have a very long term of, like, spending nights together. You know what I mean? Sleeping over at each other's places, you know, spending whole days together, et cetera, et cetera. But even yeah. then, that's that's only a snapshot of what it's like to live with someone because, like, you're still a guest in their house and yep. they're and still kind temporary. of, res- yeah, they're kind of responsible to making sure that, like, you know, you have a good time. The The shift is always quite difficult to go from, like, Oh, this is our space now? Like, I remember when I moved in with my partner previously, that shift of being like, oh, I can just, like, go and watch TV and not have to really worry about what you're doing because this is your home, too. So if you want to, like, be in the room reading, I can go watch TV. I don't have to be like, hey, you good in here? (laughs) You bored? Because, like, that's not really my job anymore. They're not your guest. You're in their home as well. Yeah, you really kind of like miss the mark in terms of getting a sense of who this person is, because like chances are this sort of situation might have arose if you had given it a little bit more time. And then you would Mm -hmm. be like, oh, perhaps this person is super jealous and not someone I want to commit long term to. Anyway, it's too late. You beefed it. You've done it. You're going forward with it here. Or maybe don't. But if you are, (laughs) let's with the advice. Here's what I would ask. Be like, hey, are all those clothes new? Are all the clothes you're wearing new? Or did you, is there a picture of her wearing those like similar clothes or an outfit or whatever with their ex? How long or, have you had your phone for? Right? It's the How same thing. How long have you had your thing. winter coat for? You could even be like, oh, hey, you're wearing clothes that he took off you. Whereas like, there's really no emotional attachment to a TV stand, right? But like, well, let's dive into that really quickly. TV stand, yeah, sure. IKEA table, whatever. Tumble dryer, though. That's, that's probably the most intimate thing you could have. I think, like, including sex toys. Is there a difference between a dryer and a tumble dryer? Fuck if I know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Tumble dryer meaning? What does it mean? I think they're just the same thing. Okay. I wonder if tumble dryer is like the stand up one. And because, you know, there's like some. No, they're always front loading, isn't there? I don't know. Yeah, I think tumble dryer has a a larger drum capacity than a washer dryer. So I guess a washer dryer, you can do both. Tumble dryer is just drying. Cool. Neat. Yeah. What? Okay. I'm sorry. I feel like we're discussing an alien or something because this man is about to buy a home and has a tumble dryer. Two things that do not apply to my life. I have I have a washer dryer combo, oh, so I'm okay. missing out on that that big I, size. I never realized you had fucking antenna and a spaceship, Dane. Bloop bloop, and we're a robot. So yeah, I understand what you've said about the tumble dryer. That's so erotically charged that like there's no getting away from that. Yeah, because she was wearing clothes, so she was inside those clothes. Those clothes have been inside the tumble dryer, exactly, and therefore she's the outside of the tumble dryer. So any day you could slip in, and you're fucking her again. Yeah. 
Pretty much. Well, I mean, like you're inside your clothes. So every time you put your clothes inside to be dried, oh they're in. They're it's... being fucked by her. <laughs> this is why we get the awards, guys. <laughs> no, it's ridiculous. And it's like, if she's like, I want a better table. Great. Sure. That's fine. Like, I think we all want to upgrade from our IKEA furniture at some point. But like, you're very right in saying that there's a time for that. And the time yeah. is when you have money and the ability and desire to do so. And it seems like none of those things are there. And it's like, if the only reason to do this and to like put yourself in financial like hardship is because you had a table years ago with somebody else, that's quite frankly, a wild and irresponsible thing to think and do. Yeah. I think literally laying it down, being like, hey, I don't see the difference between you saying... We need to get new tables because those are tables you had with your ex. Then me saying, hey, you need to get a whole new wardrobe. You have to throw all your clothes that you ever wore with another partner, whether it's a date or a boyfriend or whatever. If you ever wore those clothes with another man, you have to get rid of them. Yeah, it's just it doesn't make sense. And it's like I would understand if there was like a shrine to your ex that you have to hang on the wall. And every day you like kiss your fingers and press it to the portrait. And you're like. It's fine. It doesn't mean anything. It's like, okay, it's a shrine and you're kissing it. It means something. It's a fucking Ikea table. Yeah, it's a TV stand. You're not even looking at it. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to have this chat. But, hey, if this chat doesn't go well, good, because you shouldn't move in together anyway. And if it does go well, maybe there's some schmidgen of hope. Yeah. But, yeah, it's... it's Yeah, she is, she is being unreasonable, especially if there's no need and ability. If you guys had all the money in the world and you were lucky to buy stuff and she was like, I want to upgrade this, it's still not a good reason to do it just because you're jealous. You know what I mean? If it's, like, a perfectly good thing, sure. But, like, we all want to upgrade our IKEA furniture. Yeah, if you're like, hey, you seem to be really jealous about furniture that really has no bearing on... I don't have any emotional attachment to it. And to replace it just for the sake that you're jealous that I had purchased furniture with a past partner seems a bit harsh and seems a bit extreme. Mm -hmm. Is there something you want to talk about in terms of like what you think? Like, because maybe you get maybe there's like a knee jerk reaction where like you seem to get really defensive about your stuff. And maybe there's like that kind of like there might be something on her end that she's mm -hmm. misinterpreting in the hectic craziness and, and stress of buying a house after only might, knowing someone for a year. Yeah. That might be like misconstrued. So like maybe it just, you just have to have the conversation being like, Hey, why are you so jealous about mm -hmm. furniture? It seems a bit extravagant to be this upset about something so mundane. Can I'm guessing about that? she wants, she has this idealized version of moving into a home together. And in that idealized, like, rose tinted like cutesy whatever everything's perfect they start from scratch they build up a space that's theirs and in that kind of like version this thing fucks it up because it isn't theirs and it's like bland and it has this luggage or whatever and it's like that's can't be helped you know yeah. you can't just like also it's not really realistic and like you're gonna get there and the home's a home if you work hard i'm sure you can make something super cool of it or whatever but like in general you're going to put some furniture in it, and then next week, that's just going to be the furniture you have. It's not going to mean anything. And the things that, like, really make a home a home aren't the things. Apart from the tumble dryer. Apart from the Which tumble dryer. Which is the sexual, like, anchor of the home. <laughs> of really the, your whole life. Yeah, yeah. 
So oh, it's guys, like I think I've been lying. Yeah. I don't even have a tumble dryer. I'm not qualified to have, be on this podcast. It's true. I mean, you've got a communal tumble dryer. Yeah, I'm such a filthy boy. <laughs> I'm so goddamn dirty. Oh, people are swiping cards at my tumble dryer. 24 sevs. Oh, and there's only two for the whole building, so they get used. Still the anchor. Still holding that whole place together. Oh, yeah. Oof. This is from Peter Parker. Ooh. Self-conscious about touching her butt. She's a 22-year-old female. He's a 23-year-old male. How does she mean this? Does she want me to stop touching her butt? I was making out with this girl last night for the first time. We met at work. I'm a PhD student. She works in the department as an admin. We've really, we've really just been hanging out in my apartment for the last two weeks, cuddling and binge-watching this show. Plan to ask her on a proper date tonight for next week, but I wasn't sure about something she said. We were making out, which she initiated. She was lying on top of me, and my hands were pretty much on, been on her ass for about two to three minutes. In the last minute or so, I began squeezing a little bit more aggressively, because why not? She was into it, kissing me a lot harder. I slapped her ass much harder than I intended. She actually gasped, pulled back, and said, I see that you found something you like, but that hurt. I said I'm sorry about that, went back at it. I kept my hands onto my, on her back, and eventually our food gets there, and we're done for a bit. We actually resume watching the show, and we've been nerding out, or we actually resume watching the show that we've been nerding out about. It was our first time making out. How do I know if I'm being a weirdo or going too far with something? She's coming back tonight, so I'm going to try to get this right. Like, is she mad at me? Should I avoid her ass entirely tonight? I kept waiting for the part the question was about, but I guess that was it. That's it. You, you hit her too hard, which you yourself admit. She called you on it, which is great, good. That's what you would want. And she seemed very chill about it. And then you continued to make out ate food together, watched your show, and she's coming back over. So the issue is you hit her too hard and she told you and maybe don't hit her that hard, but she seems fine and don't avoid her ass. Yeah. There's nothing else to it. It's like she told you she could, exp like, this is the annoying thing. She expressly communicated in a friendly, playful, and honest way immediately what she needed and, you know, felt. And you're like, hmm, does it mean something else? It's like, oh my God, she's communicating and you're punishing her and yourself for it? Yeah, I mean, like, I think what this is, like, it's this horrible sort of situation we've built up from, like, the fucking decade or two decades ago of no one really saying what they meant. And mm. so now, you know what I mean? We're all so, like, in our heads about, like, trying to find a hidden meaning or a flag. But it's like sometimes, and in this case, as you said, it's like someone, you did a thing, you crossed the line, she reestablished boundaries and was like, I love that you like my butt, but that was too hard. That is a good partner. That is a great way to communicate that information to mm -hmm. you. Being like, hey, you like my ass. Cool. Too hard. That's not to say never touch my butt again. No, no. It's saying that you, you crossed the line. She pointed it out, brought you back over the line and said, you know, took your head and was like, there is the line. I like, that's my line. Do not cross that again. Thanks. And please. Again, she didn't, like, punish you for it. She didn't, like, weird about it. She was very direct and, again, playful. Like, oh, I see you found something you like, but, you know, great. Good on her. She sounds awesome. Don't get fucking weird about it. The best part is, you know you hit her too hard. You're yeah. not debating, like, oh, I hit her. She said it was too hard. I don't know how. You were like, I went overboard. I hit her way too hard. Okay, so you know. So what's the issue here? Just don't do that again. Please respect her wishes. Yeah. 
But and like, by it's, all means, continue to do what you said she was enjoying, and that she seemed to be incredibly fine with you doing. Yeah, and if you want to, like, if there's a part of you that like wants to bring in spanking, then you know that like there is a line, and that is something that you should probably discuss beforehand. This yeah. isn't something that you try again and be like, well, I hit her 100%, so I'm going to taper it back to 70%. Let's see if that's too hard. That's not the way to do it. Yeah. You do need to be like, hey, you have an incredible ass, and sometimes I want to smack it. Is that something you absolutely do not like? Is any smack too hard? Because if that's yeah. the case, I just won't do it. You like a good squeeze? I'll squeeze all day. Maybe she's just like, no, the last time you did it, it was just too hard. I wasn't expecting it and wasn't the right mood. Or like, maybe she's not, maybe it's not even like how hard it was. Maybe she's okay with that, you know, level of smack, just not in that scenario. Right. So like, yeah, you maybe. definitely need to bring it up if you want to do it again and be like, hey, I want to smack your butt. Do you prefer it much softer than last time? Because last yeah. time I hit you too hard and I don't want to do it again. And like, if that's the case, then you start like at zero and start move zero up. And you move up. You don't start at a hundred, bud. You and don't even then, one like, punch your butt off. You don't try to like go less. You're not walking back. You're moving up when it comes to intensity and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So uh, you're fine. And like, don't punish people for doing things like this because in your version of events, it's like, oh, you said this thing. Now I just won't touch your butt at all. And it's like, I hope you don't mean it petulantly or like as like a punitive measure, but like, it's still going to feel like that even if you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, look, come on. I was straightforward with you. And now you're just like, hands off. Oh, you said it hurt. Like, that's shitty. She was clear. She was nice about it. Just take that to heart. And like what Dame was saying, if you're like, hey, I'm sorry I hit you so hard last time. I still would really like spank you. Like, that's cool because you're showing you paid attention. You admire her consent and you're communicating yourself. And then if you guys are like, hey, let's fucking do a little spank sesh and we'll work it out. Super fun. Super hot. This is all good. So don't be weird. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like people are, you want to find partners who are comfortable stating their boundaries. And in return, you need to be comfortable stating your desires and making sure that the things that you want operate within the boundaries that they have set. Yes. And boundaries are, are, are a thing that like can shift and change. It's like consent where it can be rescinded at any point in time and it can be given at any point in time, but it does need to be very clear and expressed concisely about when those moments are. So you can't assume that like, oh, they didn't want to have sex, but now they've taken off their shirt. So that's consent. It's like, no. And the same thing where it's like, she said that that was too hard. And there may be a point in time where you feel very close to as hard as you've hit her. And she's telling you to hit her harder. So you need to like, listen to things. Cause like, again, you never know where people stand. Yeah. Until they communicate, and sometimes and the onus always... is on them, and sometimes the onus is on you to reiterate the communication and where the boundaries lie. You should always err on the side of caution as well. I feel like that's he's gone too far in that direction, because I don't think it's... I don't get the vibe that he's being like, well, if she doesn't let, want me to slap her ass, I'm just not going to touch. I don't get... I think he's so pretty much what he said. Well, I think he's scared. I think he's like, I know, but in order not to cross those lines, should I just stay away from her? butt? I think that's, I'm just saying that either way, it's going to feel like that to her. Yeah. And it's not going to be hot. Right. So just be chill. Take what she said to heart and only what she said. You know what I mean? Communicate and have fun. It sounds like things are going well. 
So don't let something like this get in your head and fuck it up. Yeah. This is by Fitness. Please tell me I'm not alone. Everyone my age is married off already. 28. All my friends are married slash happily engaged, even the ones whom I was certain I'd be married before them. They seem to speed right past me to the finish line. Me? My two-year-old relationship might well be coming to an end this week. This would be my fourth relationship. Failed. Going into a fifth sounds disparaging, but ending this one, I guess, is for the better. But I thought I was going to get married to this man. We had an amazing relationship. But for many reasons, I think the potential died out. 28 and single sounds terrifying. Who the heck is even left out there? At this point, everyone left is probably going through a newly divorced, has a kid. Boy, I am not dating someone with a kid. It was, again, it was hell. Or has some sort of baggage keeping them from dating someone. No offense to anyone out there. I'm sure there's really good ones still left, but they're few and far between. Heck, even my boyfriend currently said this. I think that's another reason we stayed together this long. We don't think anyone better is left. I have two degrees, solid job, good pay, no debt, no kids. I guess I should just enjoy the freedom for now. Hey, you know you don't have? Chill. Yeah. <laughs> Holy fuck. As, hey, let me tell you, as a 35-year-old who is single, it fucking kicks ass. It slaps so hard. And that's not to say that, like, being in a relationship is worse or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not it's, saying that, like... They're both as good as each other, depending on why, how, and where. You know what I mean? It's like, you can be in a real shit relationship. Let me tell you that. You could be in the best single space. You could flip that around. Like, it's not that one's good and one's bad. And you know what fucking kills me? It, basically everything Bullets. about this. Bullets. No, they don't, actually. Oh. This person's attitude does, so these are my final words. He did. Maybe I can get a nomination for Best Host again. That actually revives me when you say that I was nominated for Best Host. The fact that, like, they're like, I was certain I'd get married before them. What? Who does that? Who's going around being like, that bitch? I'm going to get married before her. Because it means nothing. And also this year refers to, one, not getting married as a failed relationship. and also stays with someone because the alternative is being single and refers to getting married as the finish line. You don't yeah. understand what life is. <laughs> like it's like they've only seen fucking romantic comedies and think that like once they get married and have that happy ending that the curtains close and like what do you think happens? Like the fucking fast forward from that Adam Sandler movie click, you just like you don't have to like work or live or anything happens yeah, well, because you got married and that's it there's no problems after that it's like i hate to break it to you but i hope this woman doesn't look at the fucking divorce statistics because yeah a I'm marriage like, is not the finish line for a lot of folk you even no, say it yourself where you're just like everyone's getting divorced it's so funny the like the levels of near awareness in this it's like seduction a post where they're nearly a good person they're like, oh, like I've been staying with this unhappy relationship for so long just because. And it's like, okay, so that's bad, right? And they're like, should I get, ma- I want to get married though. It's like, what? It's been two years. If you're getting married just for the sake of putting that like tick next to your name or whatever, like for the social clout, it's like either you've shit friends or they don't care. If they don't care, what are you doing it for? And if they're shit, what are you doing it for? Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely know someone who got so upset that their sister got married before them because they were convinced they would get married first, that they did marry someone within, like, six months. So I'm sure they're so happy. And this is the problem with, like, the sort of socialization, especially with young women. Like, you know, 
women are told at a very young age, I think it's getting better now, but for a lot of women, it was like, find a man, get married, have kids, start a family. And like, that was sort of, as this woman put it, the finish line, Mm. right? Like there was no real sort of be like, you know, go to school, get a good job. Like that was, that was almost like, be happy in yourself. Like, no, it's like all the achievement is blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to go out and say that like marriage has no inherent worth at all. No. Like it literally has no worth. I could go out and marry someone for a visa or some shit. Does that magically mean like, oh, damn, my life is more fulfilled. We did it for the wrong reasons, but they said the magic words and now, oh my God, I'm a better person. No, like it doesn't mean shit. So it's like if you rush to get married just for the sake of like societal standards or a milestone you set in your head or whatever, that sucks shit because you've gained nothing. You're in a relationship with someone presumably, again, if you didn't marry them to be with them then you're stuck with someone you don't really want to be married to. You've set yourself up for years of either staying with someone just because you've now put so many barriers between you and leaving them, or you leave them and then you have to go through years of like pseudo social shame, depending on your circles. And then you have a divorce, your name, which this girl in this question thinks is a bad thing and maybe lose your money or have to split a home or like it baffles my mind that, and I fucking hate it. That's why in all these questions when people are like rushing to get married or marry too early or are like, oh, my partner's really putting a deadline on me to get married. I'm always like, don't because there's no reason. There's no worth. Maybe taxes. Even then, that's the bad reason to get married. I still don't understand how being married helps with taxes because when I changed my status to common law with my ex because we were living together for so long, it just fucked us. If you have like similar, like, I, th- I, yeah, I don't want to discuss your financial situation. Well, I, I think how it works is if one, per- if it's a single income family, you can sort of like offload the taxes because yeah. anyway, I don't know. It's- Either way, you should only get married to someone if that's what you want, because you guys love each other and want to stay together forever and whatever. But you could also do that without getting married, and you definitely shouldn't get married because you feel like, oh, shit, I'm 28, I have to. Or, well, we've been together for four years, so I have to. Or, well, shit, I think Claire's about to get married, and I got to beat her there because I've designated her as <laughs> at least second place in the yeah, marriage. She's the, un- the most unmarriageable one. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's not Mario Kart. It's not like, oh, oh I keep getting blue-shelled, and marriage is right over there, and fucking... Yoshi? Goddamn. Yoshi just... should be the first one to get married. Yeah, for sure. Pop what out those what? eggs. Yeah, I mean, like, you need to reframe. And unfortunately, a lot of this is not going to be easy. In order to, like, she sounds miserable. Regardless yeah. of, like, it seems like no matter what course she takes at this point is bad for her, right? She doesn't want to be single. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to stay in this relationship. She, if she doesn't stay in this relationship and doesn't get married, she's a failure. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to get into another relationship if she does end this one because five, five way too bitch. much. Oh yeah. my god! So it's like what I really, really suggest you talk to a therapist about this because this seems depends on the like, therapist though. A lot of therapists aren't great, but yes, you should do therapy. I just feel like I've been reading so many horror stories lately of like people who don't follow quote unquote, the normal route, you know what I mean? If you're not 
heteronormative white not working a normal nine to five blah 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 and the therapy is just like no you should get married or like oh you should like fuck your freelance job or your creative job go work in an office you know but that's a different thing so yes therapy also just like listen to what we're saying marriage has no worth in and of itself you need a good relationship to do that you need to find yourself you need to fucking live laugh love it up or pray eat love eat pray love i don't know what it is i don't know what that movie's about Take time. It's be single. Pretty obvious. Learn to eat because that's so necessary. Learn, learn to, to pray hunt your prey to Jibo and learn to fucking no. love. No, no, that's a common misconception. People think it's P R A Y. No, oh, no, no, no. is it? okay. See, I don't know what that's about. It's about Julia Roberts becoming who, like a tiger lady. Yeah, who hunts her prey, eats them. I thought she ate and the love it. of their prey. So you eat praise love. So like find like a rabbit that you're like hunting, but then you find out who it's like having kids I'm with sorry. this rabbit spouse. You think there'd be satisfaction in hunting a lesser game? If Julia but, Roberts uh, is saying by into definition Italy, is a lesser game. Yeah. And that is the weaker men. That is Italians, <laughs> according to Julia Roberts. Oh, I'm pretty gosh, sure she goes movie. I'm pretty sure she goes to Italy. Where else are you gonna eat prey? Love? You probably love. We're getting unhinged. Don't like fix your fucking brain about marriage. I'm sorry. You're so wrong and you're determined to be miserable and you're determined to have like the shittiest life. Like you're actively trying to have the worst life. You're like, I can't have fun. I won't have fun. I got to just put this tick that's going to make my life harder next to my name. And I got to do this as fast as possible because this one person I arbitrarily decided wouldn't do this arbitrary thing before me has. And now I need to ruin my life as quick as possible. Therapy could be bad. And your suggestion is fix your brain. <laughs> no, I just, I don't know. I've, no, I've I, read- I know what you're saying. But that's why I, we also talk about when you're looking for a therapist that like, don't give up on the first one, you know, like yes. a, a big, a big part of like finding a therapist and benefiting from therapy is finding the one that suits you. Yeah. And, fits and if you they're and- not good, leave and find a better one or I mean, one that's I mean, more suited to you. Yeah. And try them out. It's like, don't go to one therapist and be like, I don't like this. I'd be like, Mm -hmm. no, therapy's bad. It's not going to work for me. It's no, you know, schmooze. You don't, it's like dating. You don't find, rarely do you find the perfect fit the first time. You got to grab them and run to the marriage finish line. Yeah. You got to try to get to the finish line of your therapist as quick as possible. If you, hey, I would love the idea of speed running therapy. You know how good the world would be if everyone was just like, I'm going to just fix this. I like, here's my issues. I know what's wrong with them. I'm going to wall hack through some of them, jump backwards, just skip all the whole parental stuff. We don't need to do that. It's out. I'm going to start, save, quit back in. They're like, bam, I'm good. If only. We here. Damn, we fucking went off on that one. Let me see if I've got a quick one. I can hit you with a quick one. Okay, hit me with a quick one then. This is from Seduction, and it's blow my assy. Key question to figure out. How to see women as humans, since they are, and still treat them differently. <laughs> I feel it's a key I love, element. <laughs> I love the clarification, just being like, yeah. just getting out in front of the fucking bus and being like, hey guys, I know this is crazy. Women, they are human. So like, they are. Let's not argue about that. Let's get into the question. I feel like it's a key element to solve in one's in- inner game to succeed, but I haven't been able to find the solution. Many people keep reminding other people in the sub that women are human. And which they are, and our context is supposedly great advice because it reminds you to try to not idolize them and to be yourself as much as possible. However, it alludes to the idea that you don't have to change your behavior and act around them 
as you act with other men, except you are not attracted physically to other men and you don't have sex with them. Furthermore, our psyche is driven by different emotions and ideas, statistically. I love that all the seduction thing now is just like them being like, but we don't fuck men. Like, it's always, it seems to really be going back to that if, idea. If, if women are human, are we gay? Are we gay? Are we I, like, gay if we treat women like human? It seems like seduction's having like the most, <laughs> they like, they can't, oh man, there's so much here that, there are two roads, and one road is be horrendous to women, and the other road is gay? Question mark. I love that he's like, oh, we're meant to look at them as humans, so we don't idolize them. No, dude. You're meant- <laughs> That's not yeah. it. Oh, you're- you failed so bad on that one. You so almost. Close. This is like earlier, where it's like, you're almost there. No. It's so, oh. it's so bad. It's like, no, you treat women like humans so that you respect them. Mm-hmm. And so, so that you're so not that a you, big garbage piece of shit. And again, emphatically, because they are. Yeah. It's like, no, you respect them. You understand that, like, they're not a puzzle box to be solved. They're not, you know, the operated, coin operated machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're not like the sex, you know, you put in X amount of cool lines and they give you sex. Like, that's why we treat women like humans. Again, I hate to say this. They are. Yeah. They it are sucks humans. that now we have to say this. Oh, I, yeah. So if you want my suggestion, and I think you'll see a crazy response to this. And look, I can't tell you what the sexual journey is going to be like for you because you seem to have concerns elsewhere. But I promise you, you will see a far bigger return if you treat women or if you have a conversation and you don't switch into women conversation mode and stay in the this is who i am and like if you're capable of talking to men without changing persona do that mm-hmm. because what you're doing is being you which is like the number one dating advice that everyone can agree mm-hmm. on and can gives is be yourself well the best thing is it's being you while also being respectful and like genuine to the person you're talking to two great things, two really good things. And then if you want to get like superficial about it as well, it's widely known that women hate fucking pickup shit. Women hate the lines. Women hate the game. Women like none of these things are things that women look for. They're not happy about any of this. So the, just the breath of fresh air that you're rolling in, with the confidence to not feel like you have to jump through hoops or do magic or whatever the fuck seduction is now, the fact that you're not doing any of that is going to set you apart from everyone. Honestly, why I do so well for myself is because women are just like, oh, you just said a thing. Like, you're just being honest. Like, you're just mm-hmm. you're just saying a thing and there's no whatever. And like, I'm also like, I, I also don't like hang around. I don't linger. I don't like the amount of people who will like bring single women over to me and be like hey this is whoever she's single i'm just like cool great (laughs) congratulations me too like i don't know what to do with it because i'm like so my two options here are being like hi i'm also single and now i'm going to talk to you because the only reason i would is because you're single single plus single equals fucking right and i'm just like it's such a gross position to put me in and i've had to ask people be like hey can you fucking chill with that because Mm -hmm. it's one 
If I wanted to talk to someone, I would. I have no problem with it. I have a fucking award-winning sex and dating advice podcast. I'm not shy. I'm happy to do it. So the fact that I'm not probably shows that I'm here for another reason. And two, the second you put me in the position of being like, it's so fucking forced and gross. Yeah, it's awkward. It's like, I I don't want to do it. So like, the reason I do well is because when I do want to do these things, it's not... It's of my own volition, and it's a sphere that feels comfortable for everyone. Yeah. And, like, I would say most, like, the amount of times people have come up to me like, oh, how did you, how did you hook up with that person? Like, holy shit, like, all the hottest guys are trying, and it's like, no offense, but I'm like, yeah, because I went and had a conversation with them like a normal fucking human, when everyone else was, like, either lying or, like, oh, I gotta impress you because you're hot, or, like, uh, 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 hello? Yeah. Like, you're just like, what up? Like, and it's so funny to me that people just cannot comprehend that. And an important thing here is this person is so desperate that they don't even seem to realize there are women out there that they won't be attracted to. Yeah. Because they're saying, I have to talk to women who are normal as if I'm talking to a man, but I don't want to fuck a man. Sorry, you want to fuck every woman? With seduction. Anyway, we don't be shit to women. Treat them like humans because they are. I want to do a thing before the end of the show. We usually hop onto online dating platforms, such as Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, peruse them, see what works, see what doesn't work, and effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. However, it is the day after Halloween, and I'm going to a Halloween after party in a costume tonight. I am dressing up as a red flag profile. Hell so yeah. instead of going through profiles and looking for red flags, Are we gonna make I one? want us to work together to make the worst Tinder profile. Okay. Well, you already got my suggestion from earlier. Alpha male. Yeah. So I posted a thing on my story and I've gotten some good ones. Okay. Uh, Throw them out real quick. We'll rate them. Damn. I've got a lot. Okay. So you sent me, you were the first one to hit me and it was alpha male. Then I got two from someone who said, just ask. And the other one, which I actually love and I'm going to use is I'm insert height here because apparently it matters. Incredible. That is good. I do get that though. I do, but it's the phrasing. It's the particular phrase. If you want, it shouldn't to, matter. But yeah, I think it's like if you don't like it, don't include it. But it's like I, for me, it's like when women are like, you know, not your typical what. Like it's just the fact that like everyone writes it makes it see, you, you just fall into a quagmire of sameness. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like the only people that write that are tall people, and it's like they're trying to pretend they don't want to be like, hey, I'm six mm. two, wink. This isn't big enough for all of mine. One is not political or someone who knows how to have fun. <laughs> uh, unvaccinated and looking for the same. Yeah. I uh, have my shit together. Sign of being closed-minded, lack of, or likely lackly, lacking ongoing growth. I just feel like it's a weird thing to say. Like, I feel like if you actually have your shit together, you probably wouldn't need to say it. I think I, I would add into this as well of being like, I have my shit together. And you should too. You should too, yeah. That's, that's, uh, so I'm real partner in crime. I fucking hate it. <laughs> okay, when you're done, I'll hit you with mine. Yeah, not looking for drama. Pick of them holding a baby. Not my baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listing the personality type. Here for a good time, not a long time. Sleep, gym, repeat. Fuck, that's a good one too. That's pretty good. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. I think you need something like no blue hair or something. 
like no Definitely. blue hair, no piercings. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, like even tattoos, because for some reason, or like no nose piercings seems to be a really big fucking hang up. Definitely um, vegans be like no vegans yeah. and no like colored hair. Not looking to yeah. date a treasure troll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think something about making a sandwich, like must oh. be able to make a good sandwich or something. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've seen that shit and I hate it. I should be like, like, oh, I'm thinking like not looking for a partner in crime. Just looking for someone to make me a sandwich or something like that. Yeah, that's pretty fucking gross. All these make me feel gross, even though we're saying them in jest. Like, car terminology, so like, new models only or something. Low speedometer. Looking for a model with low kilometers. Low mileage. Low mileage. Low mileage, yeah. I could just quote ones we've gone through, like, no no single moms, if you were worth it, he wouldn't have left you or something. Like We've read that out times i want to like toe the line between like i don't i'm worried that there would be a single mom there and like yeah even, and it's even like, though it's a joke i don't want them to feel shitty. that's the thing it's like we've gone through so much we could say really terrible stuff that would be like a joke and a nod towards the podcast but if you didn't get the context when do you stray from joking into being actually like bad you know yeah and see i don't i'm not too upset if i do this and a dude's like that looks like my profile because oh, hey great. education I just, just don't hand want them to... a card to the podcast. Yeah, I think some of these are good. A sleep gym repeat, very good. I really want to put like Drake super fan or something as well, because I feel like if that's not a red flag, I don't know what is. Just say like, yeah, I pray to the Holy Trinity, Drake, Tate, and what's that other fucking guy? That sounds like Kermit. Oh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, Drake, Drake, Tate, and Peterson, or like favorite podcast, Joe Rogan. <laughs> Pretty yeah. bad. Must be willing to listen to hours of Joe Rogan when we go for country drives. Just Schneider cut. First line. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to do it for this show, friends. Thank you very much for listening, hanging out. I will be posting pictures of my costume. It is a a tandem costume. I will have one of my friends is dressing up as a fish so that I you can't have a bad Tinder profile without a man holding a fish. So I'm going to go dressed as the baby, not my baby. (laughs) Oh, I should. Make, should I make a potato baby? I'm pretty sure I still have that onesie somewhere. <laughs> well, do you still have potato baby? Yeah. Bring bring him. Yeah, oh, I guess okay. he's like potato teen now. <laughs> Thank I you very much for listening. We haven't Skyped him in a while. Can you get him on camera now? Oh, he's, he's napping. Okay. It's a bit early for a teen to be napping. <laughs> yeah, uh, sleepy guy. Well, oh wait, we got bad sex writing. Yes. Or is it uh, too late? No, we have nine minutes, two minutes, eight minutes. Perfect. I'm going to hit you with a bad sex run real quick. Right before okay. I thank Joshua Gunnar Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. And this is uh, two classes, one for girls, one for boys at a Catholic school. Love it. And Can't the be girls' bad. class is Brave and Beautiful sessions. They tap into the desire of every female to be seen as beautiful. Brave and Beautiful seeks to expose the false portrayal of beauty in today's world and the pressure to conform to society standards. Addressing images such as self- image or issues such as self-image beauty industry eating disorders and how to recognize true beauty this session encourages and empowers girls to see the truth of what they are and how god created them to be brave and beautiful draws forth confidence maturity and a desire for healthy relationships for the boys stronger encourages and challenges students to work on themselves in their relationship by making good and at times hard decisions stronger awakens the idea that men are shaped by the choices they make tackling big issues like respect peer pressure bullying the participants encouraged to make men of character while affirming the dignity of women. 
like the muscles that give physical strength. Character and success are propagated through good training and hard work. Stronger calls forth a higher standard for the man of tomorrow. Which, in a lot of ways, isn't too bad. But in some ways, it's like massively upholding like the gender like binary. But like, women, you gotta be beautiful. Men, you gotta be strong. Women, eating disorders. Men, too strong to get them. Let's not talk about that. Yes, I, I see what you're... At first, I was like, these seem awfully positive in terms of, like, the struggle. But when you view it through that lens of being like, these should be one yes, class. And, and that's the thing. It was... It actually, like, really fit. Because I was on the fence about bringing this one, because it's a little vaguer. But we did kind of do a almost there episode. And I feel like these classes are almost there. But yeah. they do miss the mark, right? Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. My name is Dave Miller. And I'm Nalspain. We've been your fuck buddies. <laughs>